recording studios inside historic Lyric Theater, circle up for the fastest growing podcast in Central Texas. It's Waxing Lyrically, the show that highlights performers and performances on the hallowed lyric stage. And now, here's your host for today's installment, Paul Underwood. And here we are. We had that special Grease opening, and now we get to welcome Shannon Lee, the director of Grease the Musical, coming to the Lyric Stage this summer, June 18th, 19th, and 20th for four performances. Now you can talk. Welcome, Shannon Lee. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is obviously a ploy of ours to get a younger audience for our podcast. Mm -hmm. So instead of the usual way we announce the the cast, you know, after auditions, it's usually on a Facebook post. And, you know, high school kids aren't on Facebook anyways anymore, are they? <laughs> yeah, we not do a most TikTok video know. or something, right, I guess. Right. But, uh, but we're doing it on the podcast, and we're going to make them listen to this podcast to figure out what role they might have gotten for Greece. I think that's a cool idea, not just to, to get more traffic to the podcast, but also because during, I mean, when this show is set in the 1950s, mm-hmm. radio was such a big, huge yes. part of their life. And um, in fact, one of the large characters is Vince Fontaine, who is this disc jockey who's pretty suave and all that stuff. We'll get to more about him later. So I think it's kind of neat and kind of a tie back to the feel that the show has. I think it's so cool. I love it. There you go. Great. All right. We're going to tease it a little bit because we're not just going to give the cast away at the okay. very first of this podcast. Um, <laughs> first of all, what is your kind of personal history with Greece. Oh my goodness. Okay. So I grew up in a household where we watched a lot of Disney Channel and all of that kind of stuff. And my family raised us on what would be called the golden age of musicals mm-hmm. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, Oklahoma, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And Greece was never one that we really watched in our home. But I would go to my nanny's house and they would play it on TBS all the time. Yeah. So it was a little bit more of a dumbed down version of that um but uh we can pause do we need to pause it okay it's it's, it's dr nancy joe humfeld on the phone ladies and gentlemen so we're gonna pause if you can't be an athlete be an athletic supporter so where were we after that? Uh, such a rude interruption there by Dr. Nancy Joe Humphrey. The we artistic were... director of the Lyric Theater. <laughs> um, the boss just walked in while we were playing. Um, we, were we were talking, talking. about my history yeah. as far as Greece is concerned. Yeah. And so I would go over to my nanny's house and we would watch it on, I would watch it on TBS. And it got to where it would like come on late at night. And mm-hmm. so I can remember one specific memory where I was in my nanny's living room watching it. Like... 12 inches from the television, <laughs> singing, um, a wop, bop, a loop, bop, a wop, bam, boom, we go together like yeah. ramma, lamma, lamma, ding, 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 dong. And she walks in and goes, What are you doing? And I was like, Frozen, because it was like midnight, 12 30 or something. And my great grandmother's asleep in the other room. And I'm probably keeping the whole house awake singing these songs from this musical so i've loved it for a long time this will actually be my third time to direct it so i directed it to my second year of teaching um at a little town in east texas called on alaska we talked about that we did podcast yeah yeah and that was fun and then um i directed it my uh second year of teaching at bangs and it was super fun and vic orlando played my teen angel and 
and Lisa Stevens <laughs> played my Mrs. Lynch. And so I had a lot of fun community members be a part of that. And I, that's one thing that I love most about shows like this is that it gives my students, you know, from the community, an opportunity to work with members of the community, adult members of the community, and see them in a different light and yeah. kind of play together, for mm-hmm. a lack of a better term. And I think it fosters really good relationships among generations. I and I does. love it. I was involved in that in Wonderful Life. You know, there were some mm-hmm. kids in that, the Wonderful Life radio play. And uh, yeah, I, I know it's kind of a thrill for the adults. And maybe it is for the kids, too. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think it is. I think it is. I think that Grease was the first musical I had ever seen. I remember, really? You know, because I went to it in the theater. Now, I was 13 years old when yeah. this came out. And it was just such a foreign concept to a kid that just grew up playing baseball and you right. know, doing all the boy stuff to like go to a movie and all of a sudden hear people just break into song and they're gotta, dancing. Yeah. But what did you think of it? Did you like it? I was probably too ashamed to admit <laughs> okay. it then, you know, Yeah. but yeah, I loved it. It's one of those stop down movies that if you're channel surfing, mm-hmm. and you come upon it, you'll get hooked and you'll, you'll, and you'll finish it. it. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Do you ever daydream about living back in those 50s, those simpler times? Do you think you would enjoy that? Uh, okay. Well, when I was younger, I I really didn't. Um, when I was younger, I had all these big dreams, which we talked about before, and yeah. things that I wanted to do. And But now that... My job is what it is, and I'm a, and I have a family, and um, there are definitely times where I will not very often, but there are times when I'm so tired that I think, man, it would be nice to be a stay-at-home mom and just <laughs> dress in these fancy dresses, you know, yeah. and lay down and take a nap in the afternoon, and then get up and vacuum, and you know, I do think it was a a, a slower time oh and a time where families could be closer, you know, and, and eat dinner together every night. And I think that that kind of thing doesn't, doesn't happen a whole, whole lot these days. So I think it's special when people hold on to those things. But it's not all peaches and cream now for the guy looking this up. Um, all the girls had to wear girdles, wire yes. framed, wire <laughs> framed bras, and, yes, and yeah. no respectable girl would ever be seen with her ears pierced. Yes, forbid. Yeah, so, yeah. So girls in the cast, no, you can't wear the earrings. Except yeah. there maybe a few because there was some. There's some renegades in this yeah. thing too, though. That's so. right. That's right. Yeah, nobody could wear pants. I mean, pants were yeah. pedal pushers were just coming around, and it was a little scandalous for a woman to. To wear those tight pants, hot pants, I think is what they were called. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and your phone number would be something like KL five three nine five six. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's funny. So yeah. I do. I, I kind of daydream every now and then about you know what it would be like to you know to, to have grown up in that you know that post war age mm-hmm. you know to where um, man everything was just new and fresh and clean and yeah. So so we get to kind of relive that. Yeah. With Greece this summer, I'm so excited. Auditions. Now, you had auditions back a few weeks we ago. We did, yeah. Uh, tell me about the audition process and that day. And 
Um, so I was really excited. We had kids coming and adults coming from all communities around here. We had people come from early and people come from Bangs and people from Brownwood. And we had, um, I think a young man from May that came. Um, and that's gotta be cool for you. I love you, it. You, know, you spend so much time with just your students yeah. over there is, is you get to know all these other ones Yes. Too. And I love it. I love it. Um, and I'm really excited about that. Of course, there's, there's a, I can be completely honest. There's a little bit sometimes of apprehension when working with a student that has another director that they've worked with uh-huh. a lot um, because you think, okay, inevitably I'm going to do something different. And so then you have to think, okay, I don't want to <laughs> break their kids and then send them yeah. back to them, you know, thinking something different or something like that. But we're just going to have, it's going to be a blast. And Grease is a really good musical for kids to kind of cut their teeth on mm-hmm. because it's so iconic. I mean, the majority of these kids already know all the music anyways. They just have to learn the harmonies to it and stuff like that. I'm going to equate this again. I'm going to bring it back to like baseball or volleyball. You got to have like a select team. You know, like yes, <laughs> yes, yeah, and that's fun and and a little bit daunting too sometimes. But um, and I'm sure the decision which we're going to announce the cast mm-hmm. uh, here in a few minutes. Now, to my knowledge. No one beyond me and you and Eric know. And Nancy Joe. That's okay, it. Yeah. Yep. Nobody so, knows. So we're going to announce this. And yeah. I know that you'll talk about it as we do it, how kind of difficult that is to yes. cast this sometimes. Yeah, it is. And um, so auditions, they came and they had a song prepared mm-hmm. um, and 16 to 32 measures of a song. And Dean Keesling, who is going to be our music director for this show, awesome. was there to play the piano for them and play accompaniment for them. And um, so they did that. And um, then they would read cold readings from the script, scenes from the script and take some time to go and figure that out and come back and act it out for me. And There were times during a course of it, I'd say, okay, that's great. Now I want to see, can you add this or can Mm -hmm. you do a little bit more of that? And I would kind of direct them in the moment to kind of judge how directable they were. Yes. And then um, got to get up the last hour of it and teach them a bit of choreography from the show because it's very dance heavy. Mm -hmm. And so that's always really fun. Um, But I loved how it didn't matter what school they were from. It didn't matter what age they were from. We even had an adult woman get up there and dance with the kids and And um, she was auditioning for some of the adult female roles, but she was like, I want to do that. And so I was like, well, come on. And so she did. And they all helped each other. Like if there was someone who was struggling with a step, they Uh would jump in and they would they would help each other and they would coach each other. And and I loved it. I loved it. It was so it was a good, good day of auditions. Good number of people there. And I think we ended up with a great cast. That's great. Now, I was talking to uh, Eric Evans Mm -hmm. uh, on a a podcast that will air later. And he told me, Shannon, that it is your desire to have not just a quarter of a car like you had on A Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. But you want a whole dead gum car on the stage? At least half. At least half of one. Um, And it's going to be on cables and it's going to fly into the audience at the end of the... Wouldn't that be awesome? Did you talk to Eric about that? And Eric approved that because my budget just grew about 10 times if you want that to happen. I don't think Eric said yes no, to that, No, he didn't Paul. say yes to that. But he, he did say car. He didn't say it was yeah. going to fly. Though. Yeah. No, it won't fly probably. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yes, I'm, I am. When I did it at Greece, we were lucky enough to uh, obtain half of a 1957 
Chevy. Now, what was it in Bangs? In Bangs, okay. yeah. Oh, did yeah. it? Yeah, yes. When I did Grease in Bangs, we had half of a half of a car, and it's on rollers, so it'll it's hidden the most first part of the show, and then when they okay, so that still exists somewhere. Yes, oh, and I know where. That's awesome. Yeah. Might yeah. be a new paint job, though, maybe. It very well may. Although, when Grease first, when Grease Lightning first comes out, it's supposed to be janky looking. Okay. Yeah. And then they improve it. Let's talk a little bit more about the movie. Of course, you know, the two stars, you know, Danny Zuko and the Australian transfer, Sandy Olsen. <laughs> yes. Grease came out in June 16th of 1978. It was the highest grossing musical film of all time. I assume it still is. Well, I can tell you, talking to Nancy Joe and Eric in the last couple of days, it is the number one moneymaker as far as musicals are concerned that you can perform. Well, and they're, um, and they're proud of it, too, They with are the royalties. They are proud of it, is my understanding. Um, I think it's a little different when you're a educational entity versus when you're something like a community theater, because our were not quite as steep as the lyrics is, but um, it's just such a show that everybody loves that, I mean, they know that. And so they kind of tend to bank on that a little bit, I think. Now, as great as the music was in Greece, did you know it was only the second best selling album of that year? What was the number one? You got to guess. Of 1978? Yeah. Are we talking like album like, like Dolly Parton would put out? Or are we talking like movie album, like soundtrack? Well, it's any album, but I'll narrow it down and tell you it was a soundtrack that bested Grease. It's the only thing that kept Grease out of the top spot. It was oh, a soundtrack. Atlanta. Okay, because see, what keeps coming to my mind is Saturday Night Fever. You but got that, it. Shut up. Were those? No, I'm sorry. That's it. Those were the same year? I well, didn't think they came out no, the same Saturday year. No, Saturday Night Fever came out in 77, but it was so oh, huge. That, that they, it was still the number it one. It was still number one, okay. and it kept Grease out of the top See, spot. I'm smarter than I thought. I know. Yeah, you nailed it. Very good. <laughs> of course, John Travolta also <laughs> yeah, in Saturday yeah, Night yeah, Fever. Yeah, yeah, um, Oscar nominated. The Oscar nominated mm-hmm. song was... Um, the Oscar nominated song. Oh, Grease. No. No, by the uh-uh. Bee Gees? No. That wasn't it? Uh-uh. Um, we Go Olivia? Together? No. Oh, Hopelessly Devoted yes. to You. Yeah, didn't win. I don't know what won, but that I was the Oscar nominated song. Wow. Now, Shannon Lee, what is, what's your favorite song? Obviously, it's not hopelessly devoted to you because that one was not top of mind, was it? (laughs) No, that one's not my favorite. Um, I do love that song, and I think and I think that uh, Olivia Newton-John did a wonderful job with it. But probably "Summer Nights" or "We Go Together." Yeah, Yeah, I love those two. Such a great husband-wife karaoke song. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I can I can admit to you, in 28 years, Brian has never sang that song with me. No, no, he's not big of a singer. He'll sing like, you know, in the shower when he's in the car by himself. But other than that, no, he's (laughs) he doesn't want to do it in public. Okay, Uh, and and this also I think it's great that we're able to cast this age specific. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The movie did not. Right. I mean, you've got. Okay, we'll go over the kind of the four main characters here and I'll quiz you here. Okay, I'm going to probably fail, but I'll try. How old was John Travolta playing a high school 17, 18 year old kid? Uh, 26. 23. You were close. Okay. You were close. 23. Okay. How about Kanicki, Jeff Conway? 28. 
26. Dadgum. <laughs> I know. You, you keep going two years over, but still, 26, uh, that's like yeah. what, eight years older yeah. than a high school kid. That's right. Um, Olivia Newton-John, who was very reticent about taking the part. I just finished her autobiography, okay. which is great, by the way. I yeah. did audio books. And she talked about how that she was like, I... I can't play a high school kid. And it was John Travolta who basically insisted that she take the role. And John, he had just found huge success with Saturday Night Fever. So he like flew her to his mansion. And he was a little in love with her, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of wined and dined her and everything. How old was Olivia Um, at the time of filming? I'm trying to remember if she's older than him or not. I'm going to say 22. 29. Shut up. Yeah, that's why she was like, and to see her. Oh my gosh, she does not look 29 years old. But to see her step, you talk about somebody stepping out of their comfort zone for yeah. the very first time. She had to do that in Greece. And it yeah. Was, it was amazing. Yeah. Every red-blooded male fell in love with, <laughs> when she comes out in that black, you know, the oh, halter top. Yes. And, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, that was so great. <laughs> and we get to the to the last character we're going to talk about, uh, the great Stockard Channing, who plays Rizzo. How old do you think Stockard Channing was playing? Uh, I feel like she was in her 30s. <laughs> I feel was. like she was in her early 30s. 33. Yes. 33 years old. Isn't that something? Oh, That's my goodness. Amazing. All right. Okay. I think, Shannon, I think we've milked this for all we can. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about before we get into the cat. No, I don't think so. I brought Kleenex here. Did you see those over there? I did, but do you notice I'm not crying this time? I'm just excited. brought you to tears, you know, like, we looked around and there wasn't any Kleenex. And so. Yeah, well, anyway, thank you for that. It's all fun today. So, uh, we'll get a little drum roll going here, and I'll add that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> My special effect. Okay. okay, here it is. Here's the drum roll. And now, we announce the official cast, the exclusive, right here on Waxing Lyrically for Grease, the summer musical, on the lyric stage, June 18th, 19th, and 20th. How do you want to do this? Do you want to start know. at the, kind of at the, the bottom and work our way up? Okay. Yeah, sure. We can do that. Let's do that. put the T-Birds together yeah. and the Pink Ladies together. Let's do that. Let's okay. do that. Right. Okay, so my girl ensemble, um, singers, dancers, and they come from all over, from every school around this area. Um, it starts with Presley Dunlap, mm-hmm. um, India Vote, Allie Haynes, Jacelyn Jones, Jillian Lambert, Kelly Jones, Allison Jameson, and Brooke Minchie. Okay. All right. So if you're listening to this podcast and you hear a name there, you might want to text. You're in the. You're in, you're the, in the cast. Yeah. You made it. You made it. You made it. Okay. Yeah. So that's so your, that's my girl, my female girl uh, ensemble. Okay. All right. Dancers, singers, going to be super fun. They get to do the hand jive and summer nights and all those fun things. Oh, we go together. All that jazz. So my boy ensemble consists of Michael Hill, Carson Blair, Elijah King. Gage Jones, Cooper Green, and um, there's one more, but I'm going to leave that one off for a little bit because there's a couple of parts that are still a little up in the air. Okay. So um, this young man might be put someplace else. Okay. Got it. Okay. Great. So... How many schools have we already represented? We're all over the Central um, Texas already area. Already, we have we've represented Brownwood, Early, um, and May. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. 
moving on. Okay. Um, do you want to, okay, let's kind of round out, I guess, the students. Okay. Um, there are two parts that, like I said, are still up in the air and that will be a little bit of surprises. And that's um, Johnny Casino and the Teen Angel. I'm not going to say a whole lot about those just yet. Well, you shared um, with me your hope for the Teen Angel yes. role. And I'll just say... I hope that works out. I hope that, that works out. Excellent. I really hope that works out because it would be pretty amazing. Um, okay, so then we have the part of Patty Simcox, the cheerleader, and then Eugene, who is kind of the nerd yes. part. Okay, It's all coming back to Yes. Yeah. So um, our Patty Simcox is going to be played by a young lady named Layla Whedon. And our Eugene is going to be played by Langston Barnes. Oh, yeah. Langston. Oh, yeah, I, be great. I know Langston. Got <laughs> to spend wait. some time with him backstage in Clue. Yes. His mama was yes. uh, Mrs. Peacock. Yes. Yeah. That's great. He's going to be wonderful. He He's a singer and an actor and has been in, uh, he's going to be a freshman next year at Brownwood High School. And so he's done one act and, and stuff like that. So it's going to be, he's going to be hilarious. I'm excited about that one. Um, okay. So before we get to the Pink Ladies and the T-Birds, do you want to talk about the adults that are going to be in the show? Um, why don't we save that for l- very last? Let's okay. continue on with the kids. Okay. All right. So our pink ladies, um, and this was hard. This was really hard. I have a lot of really, really talented kids um, coming from all of these schools. But it broke down to the part of Jan is being played by Andy Lynn Tidwell. Okay. Now, Jan, give me a, just a brief little... A synopsis of Jan the character. Jan the character is kind of the tomboy of the Pink Ladies. Okay. Um, she's the one that you might remember from the movie that sings brush up, brush up, brush up, brush up. You know. Anyway, she's the one that likes to eat a lot um, mm. and uh, isn't quite as polished as the rest of them. Um, and when Andy read for this, she just knocked it out of the park. She was phenomenal, and I'm so excited to see her. She's going to have so much fun. Yeah, with it's going to be great. Um, then we have Marty. Marty Maraschino, like the cherry. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is being played by Lily Lee. Um, And Marty's character is um, kind of, I'm going to, you might have to edit this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right. Because I don't know how to say it nicely. Can we just say maybe she's boy crazy or? There you go. Yeah. Okay. okay. Well, Rizzo's a little boy crazy too, but she's classy. Mm-hmm. But uh, she does have a lot of boys on the string. I see. A lot of men on the string. She writes a lot of letters to them overseas, and they send her gifts from overseas and and things like that. Um, so she she's classy, but she she has a lot of young men on the string. Yeah, it's interesting because we're talking fifties, and you know everything was so repressed Mm -hmm. you know back then but you know the feelings are still there right yeah (laughs) that's true that's true and and Greece pulled that out and that was one of the magical things of Greece because it was fun it was all fun but it also had some some serious parts in it too it really did it really did so you mentioned uh now I recognize that last name and you share the same last name we do share the same last name this is my the oldest of my two twins Next, we have the part of Frenchie, a really fun character, kind of the the dits of the group, but she's got a great heart. Now, she was played in the movie by Mindy something, wasn't it? Was it Mindy 
Mindy Cohen? Please don't ask me. I don't I know. But the, she's the hairdresser, right? <laughs> yes, she's the hairdresser, the yes. one that drops out of beauty school. Okay. Yeah, beauty school right. dropout. There you yep, go. That's her. She ends up like accidentally dyeing her hair pink. Mm. Um, the part of Frenchie is being played by Claire Clayton. Oh. Um, and then the part of Rizzo, Betty Rizzo, is being played by Kate Yantis. And the part of Sandy and now Sandy Olson in the movie, but in the script, it's Sandy Dombrowski. Okay. All so right. it's a little bit of a different name. There's right. a few let, things let's that are different. Back here. Let's just go back just a little bit okay. to Rizzo. Okay. And let's talk about her character. She was the stalker Channing Correct. role. Correct. And um, she's been around the block a time or two. Yes. She's probably the most worldly of the entire group. Probably been with all the T-Birds at some yeah, point. Yeah, at another. some point or another. <laughs> and I think it's one thing that really kind of, I think in her heart, her and Kanicki end up fitting the best together. Mm-hmm. But in her heart, there's a part that looks at Danny and thinks he's the one that always got, you know, he's the one that got away. Yeah. And um, so there's a little piece of her heart, I think, that's always reserved for Danny. And so, so Kate Yantis. Kate Yantis is playing that. Mm-hmm. Great. And then the part of Sandy Dombrowski is being played by Carly Richardson. And Sandy is the transplant in this, in the stage adaptation, she was supposed to go to Immaculate which is like a private school, mm-hmm. um, but decided to attend this public school instead and comes face to face with the young man, Danny, that she met over the summer and fell in love with. And um, he's a little different around his friends than he was at the, you know, at the beach over the summer. So congratulations, Carly. Yeah. And, and you're right. I remember that now from the Olivia Newton-John book that I read, but because it wasn't originally a transfer from Australia. That had yeah. to be written into the movie. Because of the actress. Yeah. 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 yeah that's right. So, that's Carly, right. you don't have to adopt an Australian accent. No, or she does not. Like <laughs> not at all. Not at all. All right. Okay. And Carly, funny, fun thing about that is she's not only playing the part of Sandy, but she's also going to be the choreographer for the show. So that's going to be really exciting. And Kate Yantis is going to be her, and assist, her assistant as far as that's concerned. So that'll be super fun. I've seen some videos online of Carly. Carly. I've seen Carly in some things. Mm-hmm. Uh, great singing voice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and the dancing. And what was she? She was in something that I was in. Beverly Hillbilly. She had a little yes. small part yeah. in Beverly Hillbilly. Yeah, and last, oh, not last summer, summer before last, she played Elsa in the lyrics production of Frozen Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, she played Les in our production of Newsies. She's She was Maria in last year's Sound of Music at the high school. So she's got a lot of, a lot of experience, and uh, she's just all around great she's a triple threat yeah that's all she's got it all okay let's get to those guys okay let's get to those guys all right so there's roger and roger is the least popular of the Mm t-birds the the one that's kind of just just coming into the group and so he's learning how to fit with the rest of these guys yeah he's like a like a t-bird pledge that's good yeah 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 and really roger and duty are both kind of that way and this is being played by um an up-and-comer who just kind of got started in our department, and his name is Brian Osborne. Great kid, has a great voice. He's one of those kids that comes in and you're like, well, you're a surprise. I didn't know that that existed in you, you know, and (laughs) you've only done tech up to this point. Why? Why aren't you out there doing it? So um, it'll be a really good good thing for him. Um, The part of Sonny Lottieri, who is kind of the Italian, you know, and the the smart aleck of the group. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. um, is being played by Zayden Lopez. Um, Zayden is fairly new to theater as well. His first role ever was in the lyrics uh, Christmas Story, okay. and he played the part of uh, Schwartz. Yeah. One of Ralphie's two friends. Okay. And um, then he oh, was... Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he was a good fighter on stage. I yeah. I know that. So there yeah. may be some fight scenes in Greece. Yeah. And he's also playing the part in our one act this year. He plays the part of Paul Stokes, who is a boxer. Mm. So, yeah, he's kind of broad and strong tough and guy. dark and kind of the tough guy. Yeah. Okay. He definitely likes to play the tough guy, but when faced with Mrs. Lynch, he backs down super quick. <laughs> <laughs> He's a bit of a chicken. So um, that's really fun. And then the part of Duty, who is kind of the youngest of the group, mm-hmm. um, but he's loved by everybody. He's just got a really sweet heart and everybody loves him. And, and even when he's not doing things exactly how the T-Birds would do it, they all support him and tell him that he's wonderful anyways. And um, that part is being played by Evan Fraze. Oh, great. Um, it's 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 going to be fantastic. Um, the part of Kanicki, who is really kind of the tough guy of the group, the real tough guy of the yeah. group, um, ends up with Rizzo. He's the one that owns Grease Lightning, buys it with his own money, and then it's going to fix him up. That is being played by Bangs's student, Caden Robertson. Um, he's going to do a great job with that. And then that brings us to the part of Danny Zuko, who was played by John Travolta in the movie. And that is going to be played by Jackson Tucker. Jackson Tucker. Now mm-hmm. tell me about Jackson. Is he one of your students? He is. He is a junior at Brownwood High School. Okay. Um, he started as an ensemble member, you know, and things like that through Newsies and stuff like that. And uh, has just grown and blossomed. Has a beautiful little voice. Um Good-looking kid. You know, you get those just really good-looking kids. Well, you got to be. <laughs> if you're going to play, you know, Danny yeah, Zuko Yeah, yeah. And um, good-looking kid. It can just do just about anything that you ever ask of him. He's real athletic. He's going to do a great job. That's great. Yeah. Now, my wife, I know my wife, she loves Caden over there because my wife mm-hmm. has gone over and helped Billy on some things and yeah, things. Yeah, And I know that Caden uh, Robinson is going to do a great job with, he well. is. And he, him and Kate Yantis read together for the Kanicki and Rizzo mm-hmm. at auditions. And it just, it just fit. And um, so they're going to be a lot of fun to work with okay. if I can keep them focused. Now you mentioned <laughs> it's not all kids, you know, you've no. got to have some adults in there That's as right. well. So That's let's right. talk about the adult roles. Okay. So the adult roles, we're going to start like with Johnny Casino and the Teen Angel. Those two, we're going to kind of keep as a, a secret because we've got some things in the works for mm-hmm. those. Okay. But those will be played by um, young adults, adults. Okay. So people that are, you know, 18 years older, older. But those two will kind of, um, we're going to kind of hold it on those two. Um, the character of Cha-Cha de Gregorio. Do you remember that character the in the movie? instructor. Yes, yes. That yes. comes yeah. to the hand jive contest with yeah. Kaniki. Um, that it's it's played a little different in the in the stage adaptation than it is in the movie. In the movie, she's a really fantastic dancer and just really kind of all has it all together. Well, in the stage adaptation, she's a little 
little bit more comical, and I'm just going to kind of leave it at that. Okay. Um, but she's a li- she's a lot funnier part than she is in the movie. She's still a good dancer. Okay. But anyway, that part is going to be played by April Tassin. Oh, I love April. I love <laughs> April. I had such a fun time with her during A Christmas Story, and she's going to be a blast in this show. It's by the time so this excited. is over, we may never call her April again. She may just be Cha-Cha. She may just be Cha-Cha. For the rest that's of her right. life. That's right. That's right. Put it on her audition forms. Um, so that one's going to be a lot of fun. Then, um, if you remember in the movie, there's Miss Lynch, the principal. Yes. And then her secretary. Okay. okay. And so her secretary, who is just, she's also a little ditzy. She's the one that's got like 14 pencils in her hair, you know, because she forgets where she puts her pencil. I get her confused with the secretary in Ferris Bueller's Day Off when I'm imagining it. You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, and, and the principal, I can tell you, I, actually, I don't know how I know this, but she was played by Eve Arden. I, I, that stuck with me somehow. Or I don't know how you know that either because I, I have no weird, idea. Weird. <laughs> I'm so you've sure got you're the right. principal and the secretary. The principal and the secretary. So the secretary. Secretary is going to be played by Renee Fraze. And then um, the principal is going to be played by Ren Yantis. Oh, nice. It'll be fun. Yes. It'll be a lot of fun. That is great. So you've got the Yantis sisters are both in it. The Yantis sisters are both in it. And you've got a couple of phrases in there I together as well. got a couple of well. phrases, you got a yeah. couple of Lees involved. Yeah. So I love the... <laughs> there's nothing better than getting to do things with family and that's what community theater i mean that's that's what it's about yeah and i've gotten know? to do a lot of things with my wife too which has yeah. been great so yeah so that about rounds it out doesn't it Isn't well that... almost what? there's one more oh, okay. um vince fontaine and vince fontaine is the smooth talking disc jockey oh yeah um that uh hosts the hand jive contest and he you we hear him throughout the entire show because he's on the radio and the kids listen to the radio all the time and and um just a lot of fun um and that is being played by brownwood's very own can we have a drum roll here i'll put a drum roll in i guess okay Paul Underwood. What? Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? <laughs> Guess what, Paul? You're going to be in the show. Oh. <laughs> I'm so grateful it, that you decided to do it. Like, I think it's just going to be so much fun. I'm excited about it. I, I wasn't going to do this, Shannon, until you came in right before we were getting ready to go and mm-hmm. record the podcast. And you'd mentioned that, you know, for everything else, you had plenty of auditions. But mm-hmm. for adult men, yeah. you didn't have anybody show Not up one. for audition. But I also don't want people to think that you were like a last resort either. Because <laughs> you and I talked about it on the day of auditions. We did. Yeah. And I told you then that I would love to have you. Yes. Um, and I think that you're going to fit that part very, very well. Plus, you and I haven't ever gotten a chance to work together I mean, we've just done podcasts together, so I'm excited to get to work with you in a different capacity. Well, the more that I've thought about it, and I've thought about it throughout this podcast, and you throw out this great cast, uh, a lot of the kids, of course, that I know, Mm -hmm. I'm just excited about doing it now. You've got me kind of excited. He's kind of a perv, though, isn't he? Well... Um, but you know what? I, I well, I can't say that. I think uh, I think a lot of disc jockeys back then, especially, oh, so. yes. were were considered um, like they were gods. They were. Yeah. They were kind of idols, and mm-hmm. they people looked up to them. They were the, almost on the same level as the rock and roll stars. Of course, nobody could live up to that. So yeah, I I, I love that part. I don't even know who played that part in the movie. I don't either. I don't know who it was. It was, it was a great little storyline. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, and it's fun, and it's fun. 
And we wanted, we also wanted to include adults in the community as much as we could. So that kind of comes in a little bit in your casting is who do you cast opposite of that mm-hmm. as his little brief tryst, you know. And um, so luckily we've got some actresses that are, you know, older, 18 and things like that. So I think it helps to, to kind of round all of that out and to get to be able to bring community members in to be a part of it. I, so it's, I'm so excited. To those uh, cast members now, let's talk a little bit about rehearsal schedules, things like that. Okay, well, I can say, obviously, during the month of May, they're going to have to be in the evenings because kids are still in school through the month of May. Mm-hmm. Um, then when the month of June comes around, then we can bump them up a little earlier in the afternoons. So usually the kids' camps will rehearse 9 to noon, and then we'll bring Greece in from 1 to 4. Okay. And since Greece is kind of rehearsing at the same time that Mama Mia is, Mama Mia then will be in the afternoons, in the evenings from, like, six to, you know, whenever. So there are so many opportunities for people to be involved at the Lyric this summer. And I am so, I can't tell you if I'm going to cry, it's probably going to be right here. (laughs) Okay. But like my, I know all the kids in this area have been starved for this. This is what they do. This is their sport. Uh And they've been without it for a year. And in fact, when we take the stage for our public performance of our, of our alternate to state one act play, that'll be the first time a play has come on our stage in about 15 months. That's amazing. And they're so ready and so hungry to get back at it and to be with their friends. And, um, so anyways, rehearsal schedule, that's what that's going to look like it'll be in the evenings during the month of may and then it'll bump up a little earlier in the afternoons during the month of june right up until probably the two weeks before we take the stage to perform now the so, days have you got figured out what days are we gonna- um it's probably going to be mostly mondays tuesdays and thursdays okay. so there's a few things in there that we'll have to work around um because schools have this or schools have that you know because the month of may at a school is just insane you've mm-hmm. got NHS inductions. We have International Thespian Society inductions. You've got band concerts, choir concerts. You've got end of the school year academic awards. You've got every banquet that you could possibly think of. You know, there's so many banquets and things like that. So, so putting that together, it's a little bit of a logistical nightmare, but it's, it always, I mean, it, it always works out. And it's, it's going to be a logistical challenge to get four shows together this summer with the you know the two children's yep. shows Greece yep. and you got to throw in the big summer musical yep. Mamma Mia in there too yeah uh, but Eric he tells me he insists that it, it'll work and it uh, will so you guys are all going to meet at some point yes. and you're mm-hmm. going to get it all coordinated yep. and we coordinate like so so Billy Harvey at Bangs is going to be the tech director for the two kids shows as well as director of one of them and the tech director for Mamma Mia so she's got a very very uh, full summer um but so we'll get together because I'm tech directing Greece. So w- she and I'll get together and we'll see what this is part of what makes it work is we see, OK, Greece needs this set wise and these mm-hmm. shows need this. And what pieces can we share yeah. so that we can kind of, you know, utilize our time best and stuff and, like that. And the that. good thing is Mama Mia is a pretty simple one set. Everything kind of takes place. Yeah, there, yeah, so. in one place. So, yeah. but I'm, and I'm not sure how she's he's doing that. It was a really funny conversation that I had with Nancy Joe about it yesterday. She said, "I need to call Billy and see what my set's gonna look like." And I was <laughs> like, "That's so that's so fun and so funny, you yeah. know." We will all work it out and we'll talk to each other and just it'll be great. Um, once tickets go on sale, 
you might want to get him quick. Yeah. Because I, I, I think, think he's so. only got 1,200, he said, for the entire run, which sounds like a lot, but mm-hmm. they're going to go fast. Thank you, Shannon Lee. Thank you for doing this. I think it, we'll see how it goes. I think it'll be great to it's introduce be the cast. I, I'm excited that you did this. I think it was a, an inspired idea. All right. And I guess I'll see you at rehearsal. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. For a one night, my papa said,